0: Welcome, and thanks for tuning in. This is Real Talk, because we are getting real. Um, this is Casey, and I am Jojo. And that is not a new thing. It's actually an old thing. It started back in, what, 1997 or 98? 97 is when we started that. And it went with our names, so we it stuck, and, and here we are. So, babe, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, I'm Keith, a.k.a. Casey um so yeah 97 asked her to be my girlfriend in a church parking lot in the back of a jeep <laughs> that was cool and got her an embroidered backpack to wear at school because i had to like put my mark on her to make sure everybody knew she was mine um, is that why no but <laughs> good. yeah so anyway got her a backpack uh, with that on it we still have that backpack by the way that's the only reason we have that backpack because it says casey and jojo on it anyway cool 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 story. story
0: so yeah we are talking on our first podcast about this is not about health it sounded funny but the title is this is not about health um this being everything so let's let's talk about it because coming from our own experience what we've been through from being unaware to then being aware it has changed the way that we look at health in in every way, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional. There's so many different ways we can look at health. And in general, I think that that's a topic that as a society, it just hasn't been the main focus until now. So do you want to start with... Um, I, I go back to those little pizza boxes that you used to have back in like 2001 and and you thought you were healthy remember when you had like the dollar pizzas
1: <laughs> mr peas
0: yeah and you had them every day and and just i,
1: mean, I, I didn't think i was healthy that's just yeah, you know you were know.
0: healthier than i was at that point I was, I was eating lucky charms and just everything that people eat
1: yeah but i think that that's a, a great point because i mean i was i was healthy then i mean i i Cared about my physique. I worked out a lot. You know, I I put a lot of time and energy into working out, but yet I didn't make the connection of nutrition and how that translated into just overall body composition, performance, you know, mental health. Because, I mean, let's be honest, I mean, our gut is our second brain, right? And you can Google. I think it's the enteric nervous system. I may be wrong on that, so forgive me if I am. Please don't put a nasty comment if I got that wrong. But if you Google your second brain, um, I mean, it controls your hormones, hormone levels, right? Your dopamine, your serotonin, your things like that. So that then affects your mood. So you know how how eating how we eat plays such a huge role in everything that we do. But I don't think we make that connection, or most people don't make that connection. They just eat to eat because I'm hungry, right? I mean, we all know what's unhealthy, but it, it certainly doesn't deter are um, choices such as the uh, Krispy Kreme donuts that you get for getting a certain shot.
0: Right, which speaking of, um, anything that we say that starts with the letter P, that's what it is. And if we say V, we all know what that is. And if we say C, we all know what that is. So (laughs) just so you know, because I mean, it's gotten to the point where it's crazy, this, you know, censorship where you have to censor yourself because if not, you get uh, banned, you get taken down. All these things happen, and you know, all to feed this narrative. Um, which I'm going to go back to this narrative has been going on for forever. Um, when we were younger and we thought we were eating healthy or normal, I guess. I mean, I don't think I was eating healthy, I think normal is what I'm going to say, like the middle. But I think even that was based on the narrative because normal to me was everything that was on commercials and what you see at the store everywhere. And so it's like, oh, well, this is normal. This is what they tell you to eat. This is what's on the food pyramid. You know, like this is normal, but really is it?
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, what, 15 20 years ago, our, our staple dinner would have been powdered mashed potatoes, a can of green beans, and maybe chicken or steak or some sort of meat. And, you know, now 24 years later, wouldn't touch that, right? Like I would never eat powdered mashed potatoes. I'm not a fan of canned vegetables um, and definitely, you know, wouldn't eat meat. We've been vegetarian for going on two years uh, and not to get go out talk maybe. about that journey, but, you know, I mean, it's just amazing the mindset of food and how it changes and how you become aware of what's in your food, who handles your food. And it's, and it's so, it's so important and makes such a big difference. And, you know, again, in your life mood, everything affects everything that you do.
0: And we're not saying like, Oh, be vegetarian. But what we're saying is that in our, in our timeline, we went from eating what we thought was normal eating, which subconsciously we think that's healthy. Um, to becoming aware of what do these labels mean? What, what, what is all this? Like you start asking questions like natural flavors and all, what was it? All these things that I was like, what does this really mean? And when you start looking it up, we're like, wait a minute, natural in what way? <laughs> There's yeah, nothing natural, natural about, it. about it. Um, so when you start looking at the labels and you start becoming aware of energy and how energy impacts Um, your health based on how it's being transferred. You know, the sun has energy, it's transferred on to our plants, to our herbs, to, to, you know, the vegetables, et cetera. And then that energy is transferred to us. But when it's processed, when it's been stored for, I don't know how long, when it's been slaughtered and mutilated, like the emotions, the energy attached to that is still, it's still there and gets transferred. So when you start Understanding how energy is transferred and the ingredients, I think that's what got us to become more aware of what we were putting in our bodies, which then replicated into everything we put into our bodies.
1: Yeah, and 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 disclaimer. I mean, we're you know we're not dietitians, we're not doctors. I mean, she is, but not not, not a medical doctor, right? Metaphysical
0: doctor. Which hold on, let me stop you right there because a lot of people don't understand metaphysical is the non-physical, it's beyond physical, right? So a lot of people will go to the doctor to see what the physical problem is, not understanding that it comes and stems from the non-physical, the thoughts, the emotions that you have. Um, all of these things that have been suppressed, if not dealt with, if not gone to the root of it, will become a disease it will become something in the physical right so as a metaphysical doctor you would want to talk to me about these non-physical you know your thoughts your emotions and because all of that plays a part in your health not only mentally and emotionally and spiritually but physically as well and then you won't have to go to a regular doctor
1: Right. What was? was,
0: Sorry, I had to interrupt you. uh, You said you said you're not disclaimer. You're not a dietitian. I'm a doctor, but not (laughs) an MD, etc.
1: Yeah. So I think you know when when whenever you listen to someone else's opinions, I mean, it's important to to focus on what resonates with you. Right. I mean, I'm not interested in arguing. We're not interested in, in having always interested in having a conversation, but not not an argument, an accusation of I'm right and you're wrong, because let's be honest, it's all a matter of opinion at the end of the day and your own life experience. Right. So take what resonates with you. Discard the rest. Um, you know, we're, we're about positivity. We're about helping. We do this because we want to help someone hopefully change and that 1% directional change 20 years from now can can be monumental in terms of your life and how you feel about things, right? But kind of to Joanna's point, um, you know, somewhere along the lines, um, you know, doctors have become revered as these know-all, be-all people and not doubting that they're extremely smart um, and extremely gifted and, and intelligent, not arguing that, but... You know, most doctors aren't trained in nutrition. Doctors aren't trained to fix a problem. They're trained to mask the problem, right? Either through like a knee brace, if your knee bothers you, that's not fixing the problem, right? Like I'm a a CrossFit coach. um, And one of the things that I've learned in my short journey as a CrossFit coach is that when someone does something wrong, in, in terms of a movement pattern, it's because of mechanics, right? And that mechanical um, issue can be because of lack of mobility, it could be because of, you know, a particular injury, but that mobility and that injury is usually because of years of not understanding or moving correctly, or not putting an emphasis on stretching, on being more mobile. It's no different with your health, right? I mean, if you, if you ignore what you eat. If you don't exercise, it's only a matter of time before that catches up to you and you're going to have to deal with it. Right. And I feel like our medical society has turned just that into that, which is they only deal with problems. They don't help you fix them because the system isn't set up to fix you. It's set up to put a bandaid on it or fix or.
0: Or treat it or treat it long term, Right, treat it
1: through pills on and on and on and on. Right. So if I go to the doctor and I I say, you know, my high my blood pressure is high, they're going to tell you to eat well and and to maybe exercise. But they're also going to give you a pill for that. Right. And if me as an adult, if I don't understand the process of exercise, the process of eating, how, you know, we can go through a litany of this. But everything that we put into our body and onto our body has a chemical in it that affects you in some way your deodorant has aluminum in it various other things your shampoo same thing you know these are glands they get absorbed really easily the, the food we put in our mouth again absorbed really easily um the shampoo on and on and on our water fluoride right our food even
0: the sunscreen did you see that j and j just pulled back their sunscreen from um a and something else because it has cancer causing which we all knew but
1: I'm not even gonna go down that road. Okay, that, but that that'll just give happened. us a negative, a negative comment. Oops. <laughs> yeah.
0: That just happened, though. It's it's all what you put on yourself and what you put in yourself. oh <laughs> What? I thought you were still talking.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it, it it it's back to that that awareness of you know becoming becoming aware of that right, becoming aware that the system while I don't doubt that doctors want to help people in general as a whole, but you look at mortality rates in the United States, they actually are declining. Now, the average age ex- life expectancy is declining versus increasing. Now, if this system is working, how is that possible? right? How, how, how can life expectancy be declining with the level of technology that we have with you know, the food everything else. And and it's because it doesn't work. It's broken. And it's because we're not teaching our kids. We're not learning as adults, nutrition, exercise, how it all ties together to Joanna's point. I mean, everything ties together. Nothing is singular in terms of how it affects us, right? Everything is connected. And the choices that we make for our kids as parents, what we feed them how we teach them to look at nutrition, food shaming, you know, all the things that come with that exercise, moving. We, we went to Bali a couple of years ago to a yoga retreat. And, you know, again, I was pretty new in in terms of CrossFit coaching, but it was amazing because you would see men that were in their eighties and nineties sitting on the corner in a full squat, ass to grass, and they could get in and up and out of that position at 80 to 90 years old. Now, again, Mm -hmm. from my experience, I see men, men that are 55 years old, that cannot do a full squat in a gym, 90 year old men, ass to grass mobility. So it. There's there's an issue. There's a problem, and it's and it's been it, it started. In my opinion, it started somewhere when the government got involved with USDA, right, and and telling us what we should eat and how we should eat, and and you can extrapolate that out from the early 1900s until today. And anyone from in the government agencies, FDA, USDA will tell you um, how medicine has come such a long way and we can do all these things. And there's no doubt if if my arm falls off, they can reattach it. That's amazing. But you know what? A heart replacement or not sorry, not a heart replacement, but a, a bypass surgery. That's that's not that that that's amazing in its own right. And yes, it can buy someone another five to 10 years, 20 years of life. But whoever. if you
0: went to the root of it, right. you wouldn't get to that. Point. Right.
1: But if we were educated the way we should be educated and the way our medical system is set up, if we truly were educated on the knowledge and we looked at everything from a spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional standpoint, if we taught our kids emotional intelligence, mm. you know, what would that look like? Right. And again, off track, but how the divorce rate's over 50%. Would it be that high if our if we taught our kids emotional intelligence and in through middle school, elementary school, and high school? If we taught them how to meditate, right?
0: that's how, that's a whole other story about, story about education and the education system. Um, but that's really where it stemmed from because all of it was, you know, it started with the the food pyramid it started with you know you should do this you should do that and then it became society's norm to do whatever it was that the education system said and so here we are thinking it's normal and then come to find out all these people that are having reactions to dairy for example like they're they're you know intolerant to it well maybe because as a species we should we have our own milk from our moms and not from cows and maybe we shouldn't be drinking dairy um products because it causes inflammation and mucus and all this stuff so it's it's in looking at all these small th- and it comes with time for sure it's not an overnight thing but in our journey it's taken yeah. us quite a while to get to the point but i think a lot of people just don't know it's laziness i remember i didn't know how to cook I was too lazy to cook now that we have to come up with things that you know like just different plates all the time to be creative um, Mm -hmm. we have cooked amazing meals and brought the family together because we all cook together and it's it's fun it's a thing now you know I look forward to what we're going to eat and the energy that we're going to put into our food etc so there's a very big difference with what we've had to learn on our own and what we've been taught.
1: Yeah, and I think she, Joanna brought up a good point. Um, Jojo, sorry, brought up a good point. (laughs) Um, You know, my own personal journey, you know, I had severe acne as a teenager. And I mean, severe, like shoulders, like would literally I played football and I would wear a t-shirt under my shoulder pads and there would be blood marks from where, you know, acne, whatever, you get it. But I also ate a lot of yogurt drank a lot of milk. I mean, a lot of milk. And I didn't understand that in that dairy, those dairy products usually extrapolate and make acne worse. Right. So of course, my dad had the same issue when, when he was um, a teenager and he took a drug, even as a young adult called Accutane. Right. So he takes me to the dermatologist. Dermatologist recommends Accutane. Now, Accutane is a drug that you actually have to go and get blood tests. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause they have to monitor I don't know what the what blood markers or biomarkers they're looking for, but they have to monitor your blood through a blood test. And for me, I'm like,
0: mm. really?
1: Like this, that sounds crazy. This, like acne and a blood test. Like to me, that's not a fair trade off. Right. If I had to get my blood taken to monitor a, a drug for acne, maybe I shouldn't be taking it. So long story short, you know, I wish I had known then maybe I cut back the dairy, right? Eliminate the dairy, eliminate this, eliminate that. But nobody told me that. I am I think that we we're taught to trust that a doctor is looking out for our best interests. And I can tell you in my own professional career, and, and please chime in, that how often in your professional life do you take a shortcut in terms of not putting the time and energy that you probably should to help that singular person, right? So like I'm, I also do... Um, Mortgages as another job throughout the day. And I I can tell you, I mean, there's there's sometimes because of stress, because you've got 18 other things to do. There's a time constraint, you're dead tired, you know, your wife's calling you, your son's calling you, you got something to do, a chore to run, whatever, where you take a shortcut with someone because you just don't have the time. And it's not intentional, it's just life. It's humans, it's how we are. We make mistakes. Doctors are no different. Right. So the fact that I think we walk in, we trust that a doctor is looking out for our best interest. But that, you know, again, I I got I got to believe that's complete bullshit, because if if I have to take a blood test to monitor a drug use, then. If I wasn't told to cut out dairy, that's such a simple thing, but but they don't know
0: too. like they they are told they are, first of all, the big uh, harma is. (sighs)
1: Did you say harma?
0: Yeah, sorry, pharma is
1: <laughs> she said harma. That was a 40 pharma, <laughs> big harma. <laughs>
0: um, if if they didn't um put their people in the education system for the doctors, I mean if they, they're the ones paying, you know, big money to these these corporations, these, you know, the medication, you know, all this. So we they pushed the drug. And it's not that they it's not like, oh, I know better. It, they're, that's what they're, they're meant to do or they're, they're asked to do for their job, you know? So I don't know where I was going with it, but if they weren't doing that, I mean, think about it. You ended up, didn't they end up saying that that, that was bad, that the, if you've taken this, you know?
1: Maybe. I probably. think so. And
0: then and then look, it, it ended up, even though you didn't take it like like they said, it still harmed you for life. Like you yeah. have dry skin now.
1: Yeah. And and too, I mean, the the this is another good good thing to kind so of put I don't in think here, they know is that you know, through through the the emotional, the physical part, the metaphysical part that Joanna's talking about. Right. Like, I think her and I have both had a little bit of intuition, so I didn't take it the way I was supposed to take it because I, my intuition told me something's not right here. Right. Yes. I want my acne to go away. Yes. I want to be able to take my shirt off and not feel embarrassed. And yes, if I can take this pill that will help dry out my skin and help me achieve that, I'm going to do it. So what I did is I, I took half the prescription amount that they told me to take enough to where my, I could tell that my skin was drying out. And, but as soon as, as soon as the acne went away, I got off it immediately. Right. And to this day, it, like Joanna said, I I have dry skin on my scalp, on my face. Um, when I get out of the shower, super dry because of this pill, because it dried up my you know sebaceous glands or whatever. Um, but, but again, I mean, it didn't need to be that way, right. right? That shouldn't have been the first option from a doctor's point of view. It should have been maybe the second or third option, but not the first. And no one ever shared that information with me. And it, and it sucks. And how many millions of people are, are living this same situation to where they, they trust their doctor, they think their doctor's looking out for their best interest. And to Joanna's point, they probably are. Maybe the doctor doesn't know any better. I don't know. That's not my place to say. But I know that Joanne and I both one thousand percent agree that your health is your responsibility first and foremost. Yes. No one else's. You are responsible for everything that goes in your mouth, goes in your ears, goes in your eyes, goes on your body. You take responsibility for that, and then ask your doctor second how your choices could be affecting. You know, right? I'm gonna
0: go off choice off, off track off Get track. It. But I think we have forgotten who we are as people. We came from God, right? God, then there's people. And then the people, man, created government. We created government. Why all of a sudden are we going from here and looking down at the ones that are supposed to serve us as we the people? Why are we looking at them for answers when we should know better? Because it's innately written in our DNA what we should do and not do just like the birds know where to fly and the dogs know what to do and we are animals we are beings that know exactly what to do inside but yet we are giving up our who we are as people and as sovereigns and we are just handing it over to this government it governs the mind that's what it's the etymology of a, of a government is to govern your mind. So we want to take that away and give it to somebody else and say, here, do this, whatever you will with my body. Is that what we're doing? Because that's what it looks like we're doing with all these C, B, P, whatever the hell is going on with these letters, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. Um, I think, it, it, you know, you Jamaicans don't say understand, they say overstand, right? <laughs> and I, I'm not saying all makings, but you know, you, you, you've you heard that in, in a reggae sense, um, that's in a lot of popular songs. But what does that mean, right? To Joanna's point, I overstand, I don't, un- I'm not under the government, because man, Standing on you on know, you. natural law, it's God, man, government, and everything below man, that's created by man is under me, not over me. Right. But a cop, when if a cop arrests you, he will ask you, do you understand these charges? because he because he is taking the position that I am over you. And it's like, no, no, I'm over you, dude. You I protect don't stand and serve me. You, right. Yeah. I don't stand under you. Um, and we that's a whole different subject too, with with court systems and, and whatnot. But but yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we have to, I think as a as a society, you know, we've sort of over the years, um, Looking back at what my parents taught me, what I have learned, and then what we teach our kids, it's definitely sort of a hive mind um, phenomenon with how we look at medicine and how we look at food, and with this whole situation that we've been under the last two years, I mean it's mind blowing, right? Like today, today, and I'm an NC State fan. NC State will fill fill up a, a stadium with no masks, no requirements, with sixty some odd thousand people right hmm. yet our kids in school you know we don't need to go down that road yeah you, super you, you're
0: apart know, super covered
1: it makes no sense man and and you know when all this started Nothing um, makes sense. when all this started you know the biggest thing what was the biggest thing they said oh kids are protected you know kids are less likely now it's all about kids right you know and and to go down are we are we gonna go down that road or? go ahead Let, let's go down that road um you know, one of the recent products was FDA approved. You know, and if you go in and read the letters, so there's two different letters that were issued. Um, one was a BLA, and I may be a little off on this, and another one was just a, a general approval letter. But you read through that letter, and they they are literally conducting tests on pregnant women, on children. Um, there's another couple categories that are that these studies will be done through 2024. Right. Now that scares me for a couple of reasons. Mm. Number one, um, and again, I'm not super um, smart or do I understand the FDA drug approval process, but I know that did I say something wrong? Okay. No. Through that process, I don't know if I said, <laughs> said one of the wrong words. But through that, through that process, if you read those letters, it's like, man, we're 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 mandating something to people and, and we haven't even really fully studied it. Now I'm not, again, not the smartest person in the world, but what's the survival rate of this supposed issue? Um,
0: 99
1: some odd percent
0: point. Yeah. Very
1: right. And, and, you know, again, I, I, I get no disrespect to someone who, anyway, I'm not even, gonna do no, 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 it's, it's just, just it's just, I
0: know, I know, I know. Cause it's going to go down that road, but here's the thing. I know it's so hard when we try to censor ourselves, we have been misinformed since the beginning with different things that the media has been telling us that has been based on false false information so the fact that like we're at this point because of everything that has accumulated to this point so yes people that have gotten the sea some a lot of them can get out of it very quickly without doing anything and they realize oh you know it's 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 curable, like it's not curable, but what's the word I'm trying treatable? to... It's treatable and and without having to go to those extremes, right? But because everybody was still thinking about all the deaths that were counted incorrectly, which they now have said that they did incorrectly, um, their mind is still thinking, oh no, no, to prevent the death, to prevent death, to prevent death, when those deaths weren't <laughs> even from that.
1: Yeah, and that was, I remember what I was gonna say earlier too, and this, this is a... Th- this annoys the, the shit out of me. Um, so we've been, we haven't, we're not world travelers uh, by any means, but we've been to, uh, you know, a couple of, of countries and, and poorer countries for sure. And And it's amazing when you drive around or you visit a foreign country, there's a couple of hospitals in a city. Mm. That's it right? There's no orthodontist. There's not 15 dentists. There's not chiropractors. There's not knee doctors, heart doctors, back doctors, hip doctors, shoe doctors, (laughs) knee doctors, toenail doctors. They just don't exist in other countries, right? And my point is, is that, you know, all of these physicians and and medical establishments exist to treat a problem. They're not...
0: But you could fix the no, problem. No,
1: nothing's getting fixed. It's getting worse. And you can look at the data. And we're, and we're not here to present our, our facts. And we're not here to present that data. We're just I think talking. We're just, we're just having a conversation and trying to open up um, the mind to thinking on a higher level like in other words looking up ten thousand feet down at the problem and being able to kind of connect the dots from a higher altitude and see see the things that we're talking about but you go to other countries and they don't have these 15 different types of, of doctors to go see you just got a damn hospital and you, you know you go in if you have an issue and you get fixed and you're out right
0: and um, they mostly walk and a lot and eat different and
1: yeah, it's very very in different, different very different than, than this country. And, and it's I forgot what my point was.
0: Again, yeah. Man, we do that
1: all the time. Anyway, continue. We'll come back to it. We edit this out.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's just there's so much to it. There's so much in so many different ways. There's so many ways to look at this. There's oh you did a TikTok the other day. Jabby in the back, diabetes in the front you it's it's hypocritical when you have one same box delivering one type of feeding you one thing and then feeding you another it from the same box it's kind of hypocritical it's like this is for health but don't be healthy yeah and it makes no sense
1: yeah and here's another i mean this is another big thing that i think that we we didn't take into account in our younger years you know we're taught from through the the food triangle and through through pyramid and through, if you look at any kind of dieting, all they look at are macros, right? What is your protein? What is your carb? What is your fat uptake through your food? As if any of that shit matters. And of course it matters, but you know, what does matter is your micronutrients, right? Your vitamins. So, you know, you can take a vitamin, but is that the same as eating a raw vegetable? right? Energetically, is it the same thing as your body consuming and the relationship your body has with that vegetable that was created through absorption of the sun, right? The sun and And light is is data is energy, right? And you can go again, not to go down that road, but when you start to look at, okay, if I eat a raw cucumber, or if I eat a bag of dried up, cooked cucumber, pretzel, whatever, is that the same? Mm -mm. I look at the labels, if there's a label on a cucumber, it's going to tell me there's 15 calories in the cucumber, maybe a hundred in these processed Is there labels
0: on dry. No, there's not. But if there were,
1: <laughs> if there were, and try this next time you go into a grocery store, right? take a, take a, a natural juice. So I get these, these like carrot and turmeric juice, right. And you read the back of it and there's more sugar in that than the processed high C drink with no sugar or sugar replacement. And you look at those labels side by side, the high C has more vitamin C, the label on this one doesn't list any of the micronutrients that, that are loaded and minerals that are loaded in that, you know, carrot juice. But if you're looking at the label, the high C is probably the better option. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So macronutrients, while they are important, macronutrients, raw food, you know, if, if, think about the amount of people that touch your food. If you can get that down to like two or three, that's probably our best choice.
0: Between packaging and everything. Between
1: packaging and shipping and everything else. Right. That's probably our best choice. Raw foods, cook them on your own. Definitely your best choice. Grow them. Right. Grow them in your backyard, whatever. But, you know, again, the point is, is that we've been taught that macronutrients are the most important thing. And and while they're important, they're just not the most important thing, right? The the condition of your food, where your food comes from, you know, like, like Joanna said, you know, we as a family cook, and I'm sorry, I'm rambling a little bit, but bringing it back home, you know, we cook our food together as a family, you know, the bonding that occurs when you do that changes, it changes your relationship. I mean, we have 14 and 15 year old kids. And, Getting them to talk to us is damn near next to impossible. In a if we're if we go into the room, hey, how was your day? They're not gonna say shit to us. <laughs> but it's amazing the conversations that unfold, right? And 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 how you can then talk about experiences and, and really bond with your with your child while you're cooking because it just naturally happens. I mean, it, there's an outflow of energy that we put into our food. There's an exchange of energy, and
0: everybody does what they what they love to do. Like he right. loves to chop. He chops. You know, I, I do certain things that I do, you know, I do right. that. We
1: all have our thing, you know, and I think not to, well, I've been dogging on doctors in the medical industry for however long I've been doing this, but you know, unintended consequences. I, I'm, this is something Joanne and I talk about a lot. It's like, what are the, under, I think a lot of this is unintended consequences, right? Like the McDonald brothers who admitted McDonald's, you know, they saw people that had an hour to eat lunch or 30 minutes or whatever it was, and they tried to fix a problem. Right now, 50 60 however many years it's been since mcdonald's has been in existence you know there's been netflix shows that are made on mcdonald's and how it kills you was that their was that their intention was to cause heart disease and and problems and diabetes for people across america and the world no but that's kind of what happened the unintended consequence of trying to make things easier right take a step out shorten the process so that we can get from point a to point b quicker the unintended consequences are your, your health suffers because that's not the way and then power
0: control and money came in and they're like hey let's put some crystals in the salt here just to save us some money and <laughs> some plastic here and there yeah so it, it's gotten very twisted and and all i have to say just to say that this is not about health is when you have to bribe somebody with free Krispy Kreme donuts,
1: or pizza, or Taco Bell,
0: then this is not about health, (laughs) period.
1: Yes, and we've we've said this from the jump, and I'm not dismissing this pandemic, the seriousness of it, because again, if you've lost a loved one to this virus, rather, rather, whether I, it actually was due to the virus or not, and that's a whole different subject as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I feel your pain, and, and I would not. I don't know how I'd handle it if I was in that situation because your your ability to process information changes when you're highly emotional, right? Right, and that's part of the reason why it's been presented to us the way that it has. It's through fear because once we think and operate in fear, you know, our emotional intelligence goes down, but. I forgot
0: doing again. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That this is not about health.
1: Yeah, not about health. It's not, but I don't know. You don't remember.
0: Don't, nope. Krispy Kreme. So much
1: in my mind that I want to say. It's
0: so many things, and we have to censor I it. think it's
1: the censorship. It cuts off your train of thought. It does, because you you're like, you don't want
0: to say this or that. That right. sucks. It does. Maybe it just does. Time. It'll come out next time. Um I think we should just end it there. This is not about health. Period. It isn't. Um, I think we should look into what health is really about. It's heal thyself to be um a health, to have a healthy self. You have to heal thyself. And by doing that, you have to look at what you have been ignoring, what you have been suppressing. What are you doing with your emotions? Are you going and eating out of out of feeling certain ways, you don't know how to cope. So you go and you eat and what you're eating. Is that what you should be eating? Or is that is there something better, you know, an apple a day keeps a doctor away, they say that for a reason. So I think it's time to just really look at ourselves and go, what can I improve on? Because we all can improve on something daily.
1: Yeah. And just to leave you with a kind of an easy task, this this worked really well for me. Uh, You know, every time you eat something, think about what your intention is behind eating it. Is it for ease? Is it for quickness? Is it for taste? Is it for enjoyment? Is it for nourishment of my body? You know, think about what you're putting in your mouth and take responsibility and think long-term about how that food is affecting you. And it's not about food shaming. It's not about, you know, and this goes for pills too. This goes for prescription drugs. This Just goes everything for everything you put inside. Right, and this goes for also <laughs> movies. Anything that, that goes through Even your other ears, mind, five senses. <laughs> think about why you're doing that what good it's bringing you long-term, how it can affect you if this is something you do daily, and just pause for a second before you eat it and think about that, right? Because I know for me, it's all about creating awareness. If you're not aware of the information or the potential ramifications, if you don't care about those things and take responsibility for it, you know, I I think that it's the reason why, you know, the mortality rate, is going down in the United States it's because we're just we're just not aware right and and that awareness can only be gained through taking back responsibility for your health and just becoming aware nice. right so just again that worked for me really quick and easy to do um i think you'll be surprised if you've never done that um about how maybe unhealthy uh, we are when we start to become aware and then those can lead towards lasting changes, which, you know, can change your life. You know uh, what? L- last longer.
0: thing, last thing. So, Oh, oh God, the censorship. Um, it does get you. It does. Yes. I'm like, Oh, uh, I was going to say it
1: totally,
0: because it is, it's, I do have to censor myself here. Um, we see what's coming in different places. It's happening in different countries. Um, we also see how they are dealing with it in other countries Um, about this VP and you know when looking at those that don't want to get the V instead of looking at them as like the anti this or the anti that like can you start looking at them as pro nature where you know just pro health we just want to be healthy and we're very concerned about what we put inside our bodies and that goes with the you know the V and so instead of looking at at us as, oh, we're trying to spread something, because that that information is going around making us look like a threat. But if you were to just change your perspective and see that we just really care about what we put in our bodies, and we don't really know exactly, actually, we do know what's in there. And we don't want that in our bodies. So um, I hope that you stand with us when the time comes that, you know, we have to do something as a society to not let um government um stand over us because that's not what it was meant to do
1: yeah the government rarely backs off on mandates right rarely do they give back your tax money rarely right when laws get enacted it's very hard to reverse them and that's that's concerning super concerning. concerning.
0: I just hope that everybody has a different perspective or that can see from a different point of view that, you know, this is not really all about health. If it was, we would be doing things very differently. Um, meditation, not once have I heard anybody say meditation and that has been proven scientifically that it does help. It helps with your stress. It helps with you mentally, physically, spiritually, it helps in every way, but yet I haven't heard anybody promote that um so go meditate please that is about health
1: yeah and and i think too if the government um doctors most doctors really cared about health when this when this first happened when this pandemic first happened you know we we all knew from the jump that if you had any comorbidities right it was going to increase your chance of dealing with this virus and what's what's funny is that's not just this it's everything right yeah like you know we hopefully maybe i'm sorry i'm gonna I'm I'm get into this i don't care if we go too long so this is a great visual for yeah. me um if you picture death right then you I'll got a deaf. half circle so joanna's death i'm over here and i'm perfect health right most people are somewhere probably over here right so if this is if this is 90 degrees they're probably in that 70 to 85 range you know there's a group of people that maybe are over here in the 150 170 range but the point is, is if i get the c and i'm here I don't have very far to go before I hit death. If I'm here and I get to see, you know, I may drop down to here, but I'm still well so far away from death that I can then work my health back to here. So great visual that, you know, where are you at on this scale? If you're here, is a V really necessary with a less than 1% death rate? Probably not, right? So understand that from two people who don't believe in the V, Uh, In terms of our own personal choices. You do you, boo. If you want to get the V because you're here, that may make sense for you. But for the love of God, don't tell me because I feel like me and Joanna are somewhere in this range with the amount of time and energy that we spend. And, and literally how much money we spend on food every month. Yeah. Like, don't, don't insult me and tell me that, that the government knows better than my body. When I know that I know we spend more than a thousand dollars a month on food. Why? So that we can be here. Why? Yeah. So that if I get to see, I'm not going to die. I'm going to be somewhere over here. Right. And that, that for me, you know, co uh. Insurance companies are, are charging, Delta employees are getting charged $200 more a month because they don't have um, the V, right? You you There's no way in the world, right, you can tell me that someone like Joanna and I, who make very conscious decisions, are we perfect? Hell no. Do we still have a long way to go? Absolutely. But But I know we're here right? And again, I spend all that time and energy. I don't have health insurance at my job. Why? Because it's $600 every two weeks. I got to pay $1,200 a month just in case some shit happens. Now, why is it so expensive? Have you looked at heart disease, the level of people that have heart disease? Have you looked at the data of diabetes, of how much those drugs cost, of how much cancer treatment costs? All of those are things that are nutritional-based, mind-based, meditation-based, that if we did them, most people in America would be here, but they're not. They're here, right? So mandate a v for someone who is here it doesn't make any any sense. And and again, I know not to get into the the science behind the V through the the mutation later with that man. Later with that, <laughs> I, I, no. Is it possible? Yes, but there's a much deeper conversation there's, to be had. Yeah, and um, you know, I would. I, this is what I was going to say earlier too. We've been married, how long? 20, 20 years. We've been together 24 some odd years, right? Emotionally, without a shadow of a doubt, When anyone tells you mandate something the way they're being mandated, there's something more to the story because in a married couple's life and all you married people out there know exactly what I'm talking about. When somebody is guilty, you know what they do? They project that guilt on to someone else. And normally the person who didn't do anything is like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? But it's really the other person that's projecting their own guilt and their own emotional issues off onto you. To me, that's why I read the news articles that I read. The government is simply projecting out this shit onto everyone and mandating it because there's more to the story don't know what that is have a lot of theories but it it, none of it makes sense and it's not about health never has been at least for a really long time
0: Well, and those of us that know what's been going on before even this whole C thing started, I mean, I knew five years ago about this VP thing happening. And I was like, how are they going to come about that? So as soon as C came about, I was like, hell no to the VP. And everybody was like, you're crazy. Why are you being so extreme? And I'm like, because I know that that's coming. And then here we are. It's here. I knew it was coming. So if you're aware of what's coming ahead of time, yes, you're called a freak and crazy. But it's just because we know what's happening. We know what's going on behind the scenes because there's layers to this. Everyone's still stuck on this top layer when there's so many layers in between that have so much more to do with other things. So if you're not aware of these layers, you don't really know what you're talking about.
1: Mar- March, 2020, if, if the government had to come out and said, you know what we're going to do, We're instead of spending money on fast tracking an FDA approval process for the V, who knows how many millions and billions of dollars that's cost. What if they, you know, what if they come out and said, look, you know, we're, we're going to pay for blood tests, right? So that somebody can analyze your blood and you can meet with a doctor that can then talk to you about your biomarkers, how you can change <laughs> your life, how you can go from yeah, being never. here to being there. I don't know how much that would cost, but I got to believe with everything that America spends its money on that we could have made that happen. Oh, yeah. Right. Imagine the lives change. Simple. Could have spent that money on that. Right. They're sending out five hundred dollars. And, and by the way, again, sorry to rant, but they're sending out five hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars or five hundred dollars per month deposits. The government is. Um, to help with this crisis that they've all caused because of the mismanagement that has occurred from day but one. But then you don't
0: get it back, right?
1: right? But you don't get it back. So if you're getting $500 deposited, if you're a joint married couple for your tax child care credit, please go onto the IRS website and stop doing that because what's going to happen, you can actually cancel it or request that they not do it because when you file your taxes last year, that's not free money. You're not going to get that child tax credit. You're going to have to pay money back. And it's so when you think about that and you go to file your taxes next year, think about this conversation if you heard it and if you didn't do it. And I want you to thank the U.S. government for all the things they could have done, that they created, that they self-created and proliferated, and then want to solve it by spending your own money that you pay and then giving it to you so that you didn't have to give it back in March. I don't know if that made any damn sense. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and to, drop it there. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. It was uh, basically we're just letting just just we're talking. just we're just talking. Good talk, Russ. Good talk. Good talk Russ. <laughs> thank you, and we will see you guys next time in our second podcast because this is our first. Um, so yeah, thank you. See you. Peace. Peace.